0: It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for his return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. We're seeing a lot of things today that are prophesied to take place during the tribulation. But don't be fooled. It doesn't mean we're in the tribulation. It just means it's coming soon. Pastor J.D. reminds us today that if we're seeing things that aren't meant to take place during those seven years, then the rapture of the church is very close indeed. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on December 4th, 2022.
1: See, everything is now set up and it's about to go down, and you're not just going to set everything up and then, okay, we'll come back in about 10-15 years. No, you're not. You won't even be alive in 10-15 to 15 years. No, this is, this is now. This is here. And if you really want to know how here the rapture is, look at what's happening in China. You know, I think there's a disconnect, especially for us here in Hawaii. I mean, in some ways, it's the grace of God living here. We're insulated and isolated, but that can also be a disadvantage. I mean, we see what's happening in China, and of course, here on the islands, we have the multi-ethnic constituency of the population, many Chinese, Japanese, but we're still so far removed. Well, that's that's China. Eh, no, that's here. Well, it's not here yet. I mean, no, it's it's coming. It's coming. And Shanghai, China, is an example of this. The injections under the banner of COVID restrictions are determining everything everyone is able to do, to eat, to buy, or to sell. What does that sound like? Does that sound like a prophecy that's fulfilled in the seven-year tribulation in the book of Revelation, the 13th chapter? Absolutely it does. And we've talked about it ad nauseum, Meaning I've nauseated you with this over the last couple of years. I think that's what that word means. It sure sounds like it. Whether we want to hear this or not, the fact of the matter is everything, and I mean everything, will be predicated upon one's verification and authentication of their vaccination period. Now, brace yourself. I need to share with you this recent breathtaking, no pun intended, PubMed article titled, COVID-19 vaccines and the misinterpretation of perceived side effects, clarity on the safety of vaccines. Ah, thank you so much. Listen to this, quoting. In the era of COVID 19 and mass vaccination programs, the anti vaccination movement across the world is currently at an all time high. Much of this anti vaccination sentiment could be, watch this word, attributed to the alleged, alleged side effects that are perpetuated across social media from anti-vaccination groups. Fear-mongering and misinformation being peddled by people with no scientific training to terrorize people into staying unvaccinated is not just causing people to remain susceptible to viral outbreaks, but could also be causing more side effects seen in the vaccination process. Oh, it gets worse. This brief review, still quoting, will offer data that may demonstrate that misinformation perpetuated by the anti-vaccination movement may be causing more deaths and side effects from any vaccine. (laughs) Hang on, hang on. A mini review of published literature has been conducted and found that mental stress clearly causes vasoconstriction and arterial constriction of the blood vessels. Therefore, if subjects are panicked, concerned, stressed, or scared of the vaccination, their arteries will constrict and become smaller in and around. I'm so glad. Thank you for laughing. This is laughable. We're killing them. No, right? Not the vaccine. You're killing them, you anti-vaxxer. You're creating all this mental stress on these poor people and it's constricting their arteries and causing all of these side effects. We're not done yet, so... (laughs) (laughs) Let me catch my breath. This biological mechanism, we provided a link. If you want to go and read this, eh, maybe you don't, but uh, we've got the link. It's right there. This biological mechanism, the constriction of veins, arteries, and vessels under mental stress, is the most likely cause for where there have been blood clots, Strokes, heart attacks, dizziness, fainting. They don't miss a beat. Blurred vision, loss of smell and taste that may have been experienced shortly after vaccine administration. The extreme mental stress of the patient could most likely be attributed to the fear-mongering and scare tactics used by various anti-vaccination groups. I bet you didn't know that it's your fault. Did you know that? Okay, let's try to. (laughs) Do you see how this is all lining up? Can I just ask you the question that way? You do, right? It's a setup. It's lining up exactly as we were told it would, and I know it's unbelievable. What I just read—it's unbelievable, right? (laughs) No, no way, way. And this goes back to bear with me, Second Thessalonians chapter two, because. When the Antichrist is revealed, there's going to be this powerful delusion, this evil, evil deception. Oh, you guys, Thursday night. Oh, Jeremiah, chapters 39 through 41. I'm still processing that study of those chapters. We were introduced to this guy by the name of Gedaliah, good guy. He was appointed governor over Judah by the king of Babylon after the final siege, when they took the Jews captive to Babylon, exactly as Jeremiah for some 40 years had been prophesying. So the king of Babylon appoints this Gedaliah to be the governor, to oversee now Judah, because there's still those who remained there in Judah. So we're also introduced to another guy by the name of Ishmael. And interestingly, he's a descendant from the royal line of King David himself. And then we're also introduced to another guy by the name of Jahanan. Now watch this. Gedaliah is now governor, and Ishmael catches wind of it. And what does he do? Oh, he makes a trip over to see Gedaliah. And Jahanan is there. And Jahanan is like, wait a minute, this guy's evil. This guy has an agenda. This guy wants to murder Gedaliah, and he even after he says something in that setting, is like, "Nah, that's not right. I don't. I don't believe he's evil. I trust him. I trust the science." <laughs> no, just just a second. So. Gedaliah is like, no, nobody can be that evil. Oh yes, they can. So after this setting and Ishmael leaves, Jahannan takes Gedaliah aside privately and says, you have to please, he pleads with him, please let me go kill him. He's going to murder you. And Gedaliah again says, no way. I trust him. And here's Jahanan going, no, he's evil. He's evil. And I'm racking my brain, inquiring of the Lord, Lord, why such detail? Why did you have this recorded in the pages of Holy Writ? For us, all of these generations to read about this Gedaliah guy, this Ishmael, And Johanan, who tried to protect Gedaliah, because what would happen is Ishmael would come into Gedaliah's home, break bread with him, which in that culture, in that day and to this day was unthinkable. He murders him in his own home, exactly as Johanan told him and warned him he would do. And he did it, because he's evil. He's evil. I'm thinking, it didn't have to end that way. Why did Gedaliah have to die that way? That's kind of sad. Not to be confused with sads, but it's close. Why did he die? Because he could not believe that the Ishmael slash government slash science could be evil. He trusted him. Gedaliah was one of those guys that, has an ignorant, innocent naivete, and it cost him his life. You see where I'm going with this? Oh, this was, uh, this was another thing. that at the, So at the end of uh, chapter 41, when all of this goes down, he murders Gedaliah mercilessly. Uh, Jahanan goes out, tries to get him, finds him, catches him, but he escapes. And I'm like, no! It's like verse 15, chapter 41, Jeremiah. I'm like, God, no! Why did you let him get away? I mean, you know, I wish verse 15 didn't say that he got away. I wish, verse 15, Jeremiah 41 says something to the effect of, and Jehanan got a hold of him. (laughs) I'm going to stop right there (laughs) because... I can get into the flesh, which Ishmael, the name, is a picture of. Trusting in the arm of flesh, trusting in man, trusting in science. <laughs> but it doesn't read like that, and I'm like, God, I, mean, I had to inquire of the Lord. So I'm reading the the rest of the book, looking where I do a search on my computer software program. Ishmael. What happened to this guy? I want to know what happened. Nothing. Crickets. Never heard from again. Never again mentioned in the pages of Scripture. I had a crisis of faith with that one because I, I wanted there to be a passage about this guy getting what he deserves. And it's not there. So I'm inquiring of the Lord. Lord, why? Why? And this was the answer I got, and I think it's a word fitly spoken for us today. The reason why you don't see an end to this evil Ishmael is because this evil Ishmael is alive and well today. Don't be a Gedaliah, and you know who you are, and I just want to caution the Gedaliahs of this world. Yes, you're like Paul writing the Titus, to the pure all things are pure, to the corrupt all things are corrupt. You're too trusting. You're too trusting. Don't be so naive as to believe that this is evil. Evil, the opposite of L-I-V-E, live evil. Evil. They want to kill you. Ishmael today, alive and well today, wants to kill you. Don't be a Gedaliah. Okay, I feel better now, and you probably don't. (laughs) Such is your lot. Let's try to wrap it up this way. I mean, the evil of this Ishmael, alive and well, is killing people today. And we're told in the seven-year tribulation that a large percentage of the population will be killed. So we're already seeing it begin to take place now. So then how close are we? We're so, so, so close. Everything is set up right now. And it's just a matter of time before it's set in motion with the rapture of the church. As of late, this is just from the heart. Uh, Every prophecy update is, I mean, I'm just pouring my heart out, preaching my heart out. As if it could be the last one. Because it could. Because it could. I'm leaving everything on the table. <laughs> I mean, there, there's. I you've probably heard this question asked: If you knew the rapture was this afternoon, what would you be doing right now? Why aren't you doing it? Who would you call? Why aren't you calling them? That's how urgent this last hour is, because the rapture is that close, and I mean. We have got to get people to Jesus and Jesus to people now, as fast as we can, as many as we can. This is why we end with the gospel and the ABCs of salvation. What's the gospel? It's 1 Corinthians chapter 15, the first four verses, good news. Your debt has been paid, you're free to go. That's what the word gospel means. What debt? Who paid it? Jesus paid it. How did he pay it? When he died, he paid in full. Good news. He went to his death in your stead. Shed his blood in your stead. You're free. And whom the Son has set free is free indeed. The ABCs of salvation, again, I, this is just a way, it's a simple way to share the gospel should the Lord ever present the profound privilege and opportunity to bring somebody in your path. The A is simply for admit or acknowledge that you have sinned and that you need the Savior. Romans 3.10 says there is no one righteous, not even one. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23, I see it and say it as packaging the bad news first with the good news. What's the bad news? The wages of sin is death. We've all been sentenced to death. But here's the good news. The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now this is the time of year where we know a thing or two about gifts, gifting, -gifting. (laughs) re-gifting. You can't re-gift this one. you can try, but it doesn't work that way. But when you give someone a gift, it's a gift. I know it's deeply profound, right? But you paid for it. If they try to pay for it, it's not a gift; it's a purchase. No, he purchased. It cost him everything. He paid in full. The purchase. We are not our own. We are purchased with a price, and it's the blood of Jesus Christ. He purchased our salvation and eternal life. And he offers this gift, the gift of gifts, the gift of eternal life. That's the good news. The B is simply for believe. And this is very central. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved, will be saved. And then the C, lastly, is for call upon the name of the Lord. Or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. And lastly, Romans 10, 13 says, all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved it's that simple january of 2023 if we're still here i will celebrate my 41st birthday i look pretty good for 41 yeah <laughs> yeah I, I wish it was only 41 <laughs> i was i was uh, born uh, born again and that's my spiritual birthday january 41 years all i did was call upon the name of the Lord, and I was saved. I was saved. That's how simple it is. Well, today's But God testimony is more of a testimony to the goodness and the grace of God for those who have had the injection. I, I chose this for this reason, because anytime you talk about the COVID injection, the enemy's right there with condemnation. And again, there are plenty of videos. Please don't watch them. Uh, Not only do they say we're in the tribulation, the seal judgments have already started. Uh, If you've taken the injection, you've taken the mark of the beast, you've lost your salvation. That is false. That is false. And We talked about that last week. Please, 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 please. And I know dear friends who have taken the injection and It's by the grace of God. The grace of God. And this is why I wanted to share this particular one today. It comes from Jill. She writes, Dear J.D., with regard to your latest prophecy update and the COVID jab, concerns of the mark of the beast, I hope this helps. I regrettably took the initial jab only. Since then I have had terrible pain and inflammation throughout my body and have tested positive for all all autoimmune diseases at one level or another, lupus, rheumatoid, arthritis, etc. By the way, we get literally hundreds and hundreds of these. She continues, I'm hitting the marks on everything and I keep getting past the new specialists to decide what to do. And in my heart, I think there is nothing to do. Anyway, I know that the jab did not keep me from salvation because the Holy Spirit lives within me. I am guided daily, and my love of the Lord Jesus Christ brings me to my knees in prayer, filled with hope, love, and expectation. God bless you, Pastor J.D. I never miss watching and I am looking up. Love, Jill.
0: We are so glad you joined us for this prophecy update on In Spirit and Truth. Do the things you hear about on this program cause you to feel unsettled? Perhaps there are too many things coming into play that make you stop and wonder if you're truly living in the end times. If that's the case, we hope that through these updates, you are reminded of God's faithfulness through His Word and that His promises will be fulfilled. This can be a benefit to you. Being around other believers can give you support regarding these things that are happening around you. If you're in the area and haven't found a church home yet, we invite you to come visit us and get to know the heart behind this ministry. You can join us for a time of worship at Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on Sundays at 8.30 or 10.45 a.m. and Thursdays at 7 p.m. for Bible study with Pastor J.D. If you'd like more information on joining us or for additional resources, go to jdfarag.org and scroll to the bottom of the page. That's jdfarag.org. There, you'll find a Calvary link that will take you to the church's website. While you're at our website, be sure to check out additional teachings from Pastor JD. Another interesting point of reference is a tab that says ABCs. This is useful for anyone seeking and wanting to find out more about Jesus and his love for you as an individual. That's all available at our website. Again, that's jdforrog.org. Our time with you is up for today, but thanks for tuning in to spend this time with us. Join Pastor JD for another edition of In Spirit and Truth.